Hello and welcome to The Wanderer, the Anglo-Saxon Heathen podcast. In this episode, we're going to stray a little bit from the actual um, heathenism today. And this is just a a different kind of uh, episode today for um, actual self-defence. So I hope you enjoy it. Hello and welcome to this self-defence podcast. Let's think about it. Would you be able to defend yourself and your loved ones if someone were to physically attack you? It's a question most of us don't want to consider, but violence is, unfortunately, a fact of life. Thankfully, regardless of strength, size or training, anyone can learn self-defence techniques, effective self-defence techniques. The first thing to remember is that prevention is the best self-defence. Attackers, whatever their objectives, are looking for unsuspecting and vulnerable targets. So be sure to follow general safety tips like being aware of your surroundings, only walking and parking in well-lit areas, varying your route, and apart from avoiding confrontation, if you can defuse a situation, which is very rare, or get away by handing over your wallet, purse, or whatever, do that. Hand over your money rather than fight. Nothing you own is worth more than your life. When you're in a confrontation, you only have a few seconds and a few moves to try before the fight may be decided. Before an attacker has gained full control of you, you must do everything you can, conserving as much energy as possible and to inflict injury so you can get away. This is no time to be civil, especially in a physical confrontation that calls for self-defence. It's hurt or be hurt. So aim for the parts of the body where you can do the most damage easily. Eyes, nose, ears. Neck, throat, groin, knees, legs, spine, base of the skull, top of the skull. The law allows one to defend themselves against an attacker, but defending yourself can only go so far. Reasonable and necessary force is all that is allowed. When an assailant is no longer able to continue with the attack or is disabled, a counter-attack must stop. And to continue would cause the victim to be arrested or at the minimum assault and battery, and depending on the injuries sustained by the attacker, there could be felony or civil charges brought against the victim. What constitutes reasonable force, though? A lawyer could argue that the attack was provoked by the victim and a beatdown was issued to the assailant. The assailant could argue that they were not going to attack, but the victim perceived there would be an attack. Reasonable, necessary, typically refers to the minimum force needed to subdue an aggressive person. Escalation of force is only warranted if there is an increased level of threat. When and only when an attacker is disabled and no longer able to continue, the victim must stop. After the incident, the victim must vacate the scene and or contact law enforcement. And by all means, do not turn your back to the attacker unless to run. Many times an attack from the rear is attempted by an attacker when the victim considers the confrontation ended. And sometimes serious injury can be sustained from a surprise attack from the rear. You might ask the question, why is it that men need to understand self-defence? Well, maybe the biggest factor is ego, or a need for power, or even a lack of self-esteem. Throughout history, the most violent leaders have had a need for power. You can bet that many, if not most, have a low self-esteem, but portrayed having a large ego. Men need to understand self-defence principles because of these reasons, and many others. How many times have we shot our mouths off only to find ourselves in a less and desirable situation, probably more than we want to admit. And women need to protect themselves more often than men. Being typically smaller and weaker than men, women are prone to attacks of many types, 
Why men attack women in a civilised society is beyond me, but women should be held in high esteem as they are the bearers of future generations and the kinder, gentler, more thoughtful race. I don't think so. Women throughout the ages have been warriors and warrior queens. You can look in every single culture's history and there have been warrior women, but attacks on women are becoming more and more frequent. For whatever reason, is it just a violent society? But self-defence should be on everyone's list, including women. There are a number of things that a woman can do to protect themselves. Awareness of their surroundings is of paramount importance. Placing yourself in a situation or environment that your intuition tells you not to be in must be listened to. And being in places that have been shown to have high incidence of attacks on women should be avoided at all times. Common sense is also part of self-defence. Whether learning a martial arts self-defence style is applicable, there are a few simple things a woman can do to protect herself. Awareness, common sense and intuition play a key role. Do not use an ATM late at night with no one around. Do not walk alone in areas known for violence. If you absolutely need to do either of these things, try to find and ask a law enforcement officer to accompany you. Do not go bar hopping alone. If you find yourself at a bar, your friends have bailed out and did not contact you, give it up for the evening. Go home and enjoy a glass of your favourite wine. Curl up with a good book. You can always plan another get-together. It's always better to be bored or lonely for an evening or two than in a hospital for an evening or two. Self-defence is an all-encompassing skill that anyone can learn and apply to daily life. But what are more important, physical or mental? How physically fit and how mentally tough you are. You need to develop a strong mind. You need to be able to get into a fight or an attack and then shrug it off afterwards rather than go home thinking about it for months on end. You won, you lost. Who cares? Just shrug it off and get on with your life. That is pure self-defense. It's no secret the world is becoming a more violent place. There is an increasing need for people to learn self-defense. The circumstances that people may find themselves in can vary dramatically between the sexes and for children, and for the elderly, and infirm. There have been cases where a martial artist has had to use their skills for self-defence, only to later discover their attacker pressed charges of assault. So you have to take the law into consideration. Obviously, if you're being attacked, you have to go all out to defend yourself and worry about what the law says afterwards. There's no point worrying about what the law says during, because the person who's attacking you doesn't care what the law says. So you need to defend yourself with reasonable force, which is the amount of force they're attacking you with. Learning self-defence goes beyond learning techniques to fight off attackers. It's also about acquiring a basic understanding of situations so we can avoid them. You know, it's said that perception is reality. 